Is It Transphobic? will be addressing issues of transphobia and transmisogyny. We may also address issues of racism, classism, ableism, and various other intersectional issues in this podcast. So this is a trigger warning. The panelists on Is It Transphobic? will also use strong language. So listener discretion is advised. Hey everyone, it's me, Ashley Lauren Rogers. Uh, I want to first say I apologize because, well, once again, uh, we were having a little bit of a technical issue, and so the clear audio is coming from the camera. It's totally fine. You're still going to be able to hear it perfectly. Uh, next week, we are not going to have this same problem. That said, um, I want to announce officially that the tank has given us space. We are going to be doing a live Is It Transphobic on October 21st. Uh, we are going to be covering Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho, the original one, not the one with Vince Vaughn. And yeah, it's going to be a good time. It's October 21st, 3 p.m. You can find tickets at the tank's website, uh, and that is the tank in New York City. So yeah. I really hope to see you all there. Uh, tickets are $10. So yeah, come on out, see us. We're going to have some sketches. We're going to have some really good discussion about Psycho. Uh, again, if you've been listening, you know that right now we're going to be tackling Sleepaway Camp. Next episode is going to be all about M. Night Shyamalan's Split. So these are very well connected to uh, Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. But for now, enjoy this week's episode, which is Sleepaway Camp. All right, enjoy the episode. Hello, my name is Ashley Lauren Rogers, and I use she, her pronouns. I'm the producer and creator of the Is It Transphobic podcast, and today I'm being joined by... Joan Goforth, uh, they, them pronouns. And today we are talking about Sleepaway Camp. Now, this has been on my list for quite some time. Um, it... I, I haven't really, I can't say that I've ever watched it. I'm a huge fan of horror movies. I'm a huge fan of slasher films. Uh, I think that when they're done well, they're great. And they're actually a huge psychological element and a mystery element. Uh, this, this is a whole thing. Um, so I'm going to ask you, Joe, Joe, have you ever seen this movie? Do you know this movie? What is your experience with it? Um, I had never seen the movie before. I'd heard about it when I was, like, young. Mm. I didn't know anything about it other than it was, like, a horror movie. I wasn't allowed to watch any kind of violent or horror things when I was a kid, as it's come up before. I was a Baptist preacher's kid, so there was a lot I wasn't allowed to watch. Um, and this was one of them, so I didn't really know anything. And then you were like, hey, let's watch Sleepaway Camp. It's really transphobic. And I was like, okay. That seems apt for what we're doing, but uh, yeah, that's all I do. Yeah. So if you don't know Sleepaway Camp, if you've never heard of Sleepaway Camp or anything like that, um, there's probably only one thing you know about it, and that is the twist at the end. Now, if you are listening to this podcast and you're saying, oh, Ashley, I don't know what that twist is. I didn't know what it was. You didn't know what it was? I mean, yeah. I figured it out pretty quickly when I started watching the movie, but <laughs> no, I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will give you this moment. I will give you this moment to pause the podcast, go find it. Honestly, you can find it on any of the major renting sources, your Amazons, your Voodoo's, etc., etc. Or if you need to, it's also available on YouTube. Um, so... I'll give you this moment to go watch it. Come back, and I will let you know. The shocking surprise ending is that the killer was, quote-unquote, a boy the whole time. The... It's so fucked up. Yeah. It's so fucked up. She, like, she's just sitting there, like, having, like, torn off a person's head. Mm-hmm. Sorry, uh, spoilers, I guess. Oh, no, we already went through this. They they had their chance. <laughs> okay, like, tore off a... Like, like his head was torn off. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, no, this kid's a boy. That's that's what's shocking here. And I'm like, there's a there's a dis, dismembered head. Mm-hmm. In her hands. I will say, the thing that this movie does well is the, like, the gore effects. 
Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like I was really impressed. Yeah, like the the specifically the the first one that we see where it's well, actually not the first one that we see because that's the terrible like <laughs> boating accident. Boating accident. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but the first real gore that we get to see murders. Yeah, the first yeah. well, quote unquote murder because and this is a point that I want to come back to actually. I hope he fucking died. Yeah. So the the first murder enacted by the killer, the first attack by the killer, uh, is that the uh, pedophile cook gets thrown, like basically knocked over and all of his boiling water gets dumped on him. And they did a really good job with that effect as far as like the boils pulsing. Yeah, it looked really good. It looked better than uh, Deadpool, I would say, personally. But yeah. Yeah, like that was that was a really like oh like that was very unsettling. Yeah, uh, the the bees. He deserved it. Oh yeah. The bees. I literally covered the screen because yeah. I was like nah nah. <laughs> like I was I was watching on my computer, so it was small enough that I could just kind of like cover it with my hands. Mm-hmm. But it showed the first like swollen stuff on the mm-hmm. arms, and then like pan over to the face, and I was like fuck no, and yeah. covered it up. I was like I'm not watching that. That looks terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and it the, was to that level. Yeah. Congratulations, ABC, you made me cover the screen. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the the person that drowned and like the snake coming out of his mouth. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that looked really good. Yeah. yeah. The gore was. Sorry. Yeah. No. This. <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, it's it's one of those things. I'm trying really hard because I used to do the OK sign too. We um time, yeah. we had a conversation on the the pre thing that uh, the OK sign has been co opted and so. <sighs> fucking white supremacists. Anyway, yeah. um, so, the, uh, uh, but yeah, back, back to this terrible movie. Um, so the gore effects were really good. Like, I want to start on the good, and then we'll yeah. talk about the bad, and then we'll talk about the transform. Almost everybody who died deserved to die. Mm. Well, that, that seems extreme. But like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I understood. I was like, I see the motivation yeah. here. They're all being assholes. Like, moral of the story, <laughs> don't be rude to people mm-hmm. like just that was what I came away with or they might murder you you have mm-hmm. no idea yeah <laughs> I would I would make the case the only person that really deserved death was the pedophile was the pedophile he and he's the die. only one that's ambiguously it's true yeah it's true just like fuck him up yeah yeah like yeah. so okay so before we get into this discussion, uh, I want to throw, like, I know that we put a, a regular trigger warning at the beginning of an episode just in case, but this one I want to talk, because we are talking about, uh, so obviously the, the, one of the characters is this, we don't know specifically that he's a pedophile, but he could be, yeah. and th- yeah, this case. episode is also going to talk about uh, sexual assault, because yeah. uh, specifically on minors. So if you need to take a break, if you need to come back to this episode, that's fine. But I just want to talk about that before we go into this character. Uh, That said, fuck that character. Fuck that character. He deserved to die. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He deserved the knife through the back that Mm -hmm. was, like, slowly ripped down. That, or the bees. Mm -hmm. A combination of both, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been a very anticlimactic movie, but if that's the only death and it was, like, the bees and the boiling water and the drowning and... Severed head. I would have been into it. I would mean, like movie done. That's all you need to do. This is the mm-hmm. this is the moral of the story. Pedophiles die. That's yeah. it. Yeah, and I'd be like, I'm on board, 100. percent This is this is what I came to the cinema for. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So but then the rest of the movie happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, basically, yeah, the the this character. Well, let's let's go into sort of bits and pieces of like what we saw. So I took some notes. Um, so, <laughs> first off, in fond memory of mom, a doer is put on the screen right at the very beginning. I that. Yeah, it was very weird. Like, I don't... Yeah. If this is... Especially considering the mom in the movie. Mm. It's terrible. <laughs> and that's like the second scene in the movie. Is a mom being awful. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is... Are the things that their mom did murder? Like, <laughs> well, that's the thing. Okay, so if this is dedicated to a member of production's actual mom, 
I would feel so mortified if I was the mother. And that's not to say that, like, oh, you know, like, oh, my, like, I'm sure Stephen King's parents are very proud of him. But Stephen King is good at what he does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to say. Exactly. Yeah. I wanted to pick that up on the microphone. So... <laughs> But you know, you know what I mean. Like this is a very like this is a piece it's of garbage. Movie. I was bored. It's a bad, I was so yeah. fucking bored. I was like, when does this movie end? <laughs> there was a song. I didn't. I mm-hmm. must be honest with you. When you talked about a snake coming out of somebody's mouth, I was like, mm-hmm. I missed that. I was like, that sounds cool. Yeah. I was one hundred percent not paying attention when that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, who was who was that guy? Uh, that was, was that when kids? he was out in the canoe and he. Oh, like, yeah. at night. Yeah. The night one? Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. I wasn't totally paying attention. I was like, ah, somebody's gonna die here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, let's talk about the good parts of this movie. And there are very few. Um, so, honestly, I loved the mom. She's so ridiculous. Yeah. Or, technically, she's the aunt... I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't following that close attention. But she comes on and she's just like... <laughs> the the movement. Like, literally, I think she had her arms like this at some point. <laughs> and just, like, looked straight at the camera and then to the kids and straight at the camera. And I was like, what's happening? I love this. Because <laughs> yeah. everybody else is playing it like it's, it's an actual movie. And yeah. then she comes in and I'm like... Is she some weird incarnation of Rex? <laughs> That I actually enjoy. <laughs> like, she made this movie for me. She like, was so wild. Oh my god. She, she was so wacky. <laughs> so she, so I said, I made the note, like, I want to take an acting class from her. Um, she was just, so I, I also re-listened to. Yeah, oh, she yeah. made a choice. Yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't so I, just I like to the podcast How Did This Get Made, which is one of my favorite podcasts, and they covered this movie a long time ago as well. And this was a big thing that they talked about, was like, this woman, I I think the way that they put it was, this is a student production, like, she has come off of, like, not, like, not, like, just like a, a high school production. She has just come out of one and she's like, hello, I'm a mother. Hello. It's like, I immediately like, she is the biggest piece of misdirection in this movie. You think like they try and make it seem like, oh, it's the the boy that they introduce, that it's yeah. what's his name. Oh no, I for sure thought it was the mom. So did I, yeah. so did I. Um, Cause I didn't know the ending. So mm-hmm. I like from the weirdness of that scene yeah. where she was in there, I was like, it has to be her. And then <laughs> I was like halfway through the movie and I was like, so the movie's transphobic. This is what I know about the movie. All I know is that there's murder, because I've seen it. I've seen murder so far. And that there's transphobia at some point. I was like, is it the mom? I was like, I was like, is it the mom? What's happening? And then it was like two-thirds of the way through the movie that I was like, ah, it's the kid that doesn't talk. Yeah. Because um, also like there's like she doesn't go to the shower and she like won't go swimming with everybody else. And I was like, ah, I see. Yeah. <laughs> I see you're not so clever devices here. But um mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I was just like, but there was a solid, solid, like, two-thirds of the movie where I was like, <laughs> how's she going to come back? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she, and she does. She does. Oh. She comes back. So, <laughs> yeah, like, and, and even then, like, I knew what the twist was. I knew yeah. what the ending was, but I still wanted it to be the mother. <laughs> I really did. Yeah. And the more... And she would come up... Like, I just imagined her coming up, like, uh, Final Girl style with, like, mm-hmm. multiple, like, bloody knives or something, <laughs> like, out of the water to be like, bitch, I was here the whole time <laughs> murdering everybody. And I was just like, do it. <laughs> Please. I'm Jason Voorhees! <laughs> yeah. This is mom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Okay. oh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, spoiler alert for Friday the 13th. Um, anyway, uh, the other thing I absolutely loved about this movie is in the very beginning, uh, before, like, I, I had no idea what was going on with the timing within the first 10 minutes. Because they're having, like, this, this like, it, it's supposed to be creepy where they're just panning around this empty camp and they've got kids playing as a sound effect. But the thing is, like, it just looked like it was 
very slapdashly, like it was slapdashedly made to look like it was a rundown camp. Like it didn't look rundown, yeah. except then there was a picnic table on a step. And then they'd go to the next thing. There was always one thing that was just weird. weird. Yeah. <laughs> and so because of that, it just felt very like, okay, you can't destroy the windows because you're renting this camera. <laughs> so what can we do with every scene to show something's not right? Yeah. It was <laughs> so, very strange. It was very strange. I must admit that I also didn't know what was going on in the whole first scene because you had texted me yesterday mm -hmm. and uh, we're like, oh, there's this pedophile right at the beginning. What's going to happen here? And so... <laughs> you know, I was warning you as opposed to saying, what's going to happen here? I was not excited in any way, shape, or form. Yes, I but know. Yeah. <laughs> I was at work when I was getting this text and I was like, Okay, um, that sounds terrible, um, but so I didn't know what was happening in the first scene, and because you said it happened so fast, I thought the first scene with the guy with who was like wearing nothing but the tiny oh. shorts, I was like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> like, and then they were in the water, and he had disappeared for a second, I was like, is he under the water being off? Being a pedophile? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> like, what's uh. happening in this scene? Because I was, I was somewhat... Uh, uh, anticipating a different thing in that first scene. So, anyway, it was just a bizarre experience for me, the whole first section. <laughs> I was like, I don't think he did anything, but I'm not certain. Yeah. I don't think I was paying that close of attention. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the thing. When you meet that character, you know instantly oh, yeah, who, yeah. who we're talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, no, yeah, it, no, like, there is no doubt. I was like, maybe I missed something, and then mm -hmm. it got to the camp and to him, and I was like, oh no, I didn't, I didn't miss it. That, <laughs> that what happened in the first scene. It's mm -hmm. here. It's this dude. Yeah. <laughs> it was so strange because there was also that other character, the like second, the second chef. Or whatever, yeah. Who was like, oh, that's funny mm -hmm. when he made the like horrible comment about like yeah. yeah. I, like, I, I can I can tell you what he says, but yeah, it's, um... Do you want to know that? I'm, yeah, I'm not necessarily... I, I don't feel like I need to quote it, but yeah, the, yeah. Uh, but I wrote it down just in case. Um, but yeah, that the, the second in command made me really angry, because yeah. it is one of those things where it's like... Here's what I will say. There is a certain amount of realism in if there is a person who has more power than you who makes a... Let's just say that it's a joke. Let's say that he was joking before we even go further into the movie and into that. Let's just say that was his joke. To be like, you should be able to say like, "Hey, fuck you! That's, don't yeah. joke like that." Especially if you're working at a camp, that's not funny. Yeah. But I can say at least like, okay, I can understand if he like, even if the care, even if the actor choice was, ha ha. Ugh. Yeah, but it was like a genuine but, laugh. Oh yeah. Like it was. Yeah. It was a genuine laugh, and he was like, ah, oh, this guy, like, he had done it, like, yeah. countless times before. It was, like, yeah. the whole thing with it. I was just like, what the fuck is happening? All of these people know that he's like this, and he just... Mm-hmm. What? And then the, the, the camp counselor fucking, for lack of a better term, feeding Angela to him. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. When he like, was like, yeah, like, brought them back, brought, uh, brought them back to the kitchen, mm -hmm. and then went into the... It was just, it was, it was bizarre. Yeah. There was a whole, it was... It, it felt... The director of the camp did that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It, it felt for the, for the lack of better term, like, quintessentially 80s written by a man. Yeah. In all of those senses. Mm-hmm. So, like, just that idea of, like, oh, this will be funny. Like, like, oh, well, we need to show that this person needs to die. It's like, and then you don't kill him! Yeah. Like, you just boil him, and like yeah. that's just not enough. Mm -hmm. It's not enough. And and one could say, oh well, he's feeling a ton of pain, and he'll be in like lots of pain, and it's just like, uh huh. And alive. Yeah, and alive. Yeah. Mm hmm. So. Bees. He gets the bees. Insane. He should get the bees. Yeah. Yeah. The bees were truly horrifying. Yeah, the bees were terrifying. I didn't even fully see it, and I'm still like fucked up <laughs> over it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um. What else is there? Hold on. Well, they had to be wasps, yeah? And not bees. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess they don't have to. Bees can't yeah. do that much. No. Well, I they also don't, do don't remember much. what part of the country this was in, depending on the bees. Although, I don't know if... 
I'm just using like bees in the south. No, there? no, that's not yeah. real. Okay. Like, they would have to be. I don't know. They would have to be swarming. They would have okay. had to find a specific hive of swarming bee. I'm going with they are wasps because wasps okay. are motherfuckers. Mm. And they would do that. Yeah. I believe bees. it. <laughs> at one point, I just gentle. wrote. <laughs> oh, at that moment, at the moment where the the second in command laughed, I just wrote in all caps, "Fire them all! Fire all of them! Fire all of them!" Uh, and then I wrote, murder him first, please, PLZ. Um, <laughs> please. Uh, and, was, oh, who said, don't you know girls mature before boys? Oh, I don't remember. Because there was like, I, I want to say it was, what's her name? The, the, the evil... Meg? Meg? No, it wasn't Meg, it was the, the younger evil. The one that was... Judy? Judy, yeah. Yeah. I want to say maybe it was Judy, but it may have been the pedophile, and for that I wrote, Murder him first, and fuck all of this. At 10, at 16 minutes and 20 seconds, I wrote, fuck all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, I think it was uh, like, I was only in like 15 minutes or something when I texted you, the, all the mm -hmm. adults should die in this movie. Yes! <laughs> Every mm -hmm. single adult deserves to be murdered, except mm -hmm. for the like really gay counselor. Yeah. He deserves to stay with his tiny hot pants and his yeah. chops. He's a, yeah! He was a good dude. I wrote all the cops. And I don't say that just because I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> but I did appreciate when they had a softball mm -hmm. game and he was in the tiny crop top that came mm -hmm. to his... To his nips, <laughs> he was wearing his little hot pants. Mm -hmm. It was a good time. That was that was that was my one good moment in the, in the movie. I almost took a photo to bring here today to show you, but then I didn't get a good enough mm -hmm. photo. But I wanted to, just so you know, that was my one moment of being just horny, <laughs> just being horny while I was watching the movie. I'm, I'm into it yeah. specifically because, and this was another point that was brought up on how did this get made? Uh, the the idea that essentially. There are, there's a huge gap between the 11-year-olds playing campers and the 33-year-olds playing campers. <laughs> it's true. It it's felt true. very, have you ever seen Wet Hot American Summer? I have not. Okay. I'm sorry. It's, I, I don't remember if there's transphobia in it or not, but honestly, like, I would, I think it's a fun movie. Okay. I absolutely love it. Uh, but one of the things that they do is they have all these adult comedians playing campers as well as, like, 11 and 12-year-olds playing campers. <laughs> and in this, the series that they do on Netflix, uh, yeah. they immediately show why. And it's as soon as they go through puberty, they have it played by an adult. And because they have a child, like, sort of, like, start puberty at the mm. camp in the first episode. Mm. Like, she's just, like, saying that boys suck and she hates them. And then she goes, like, she has to go to the bathroom. She comes out of the bathroom and she's a fully grown adult woman. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> it's really funny. Like, <laughs> so, it's, like, it's very much, like, for that movie, that was a stylistic choice because of yeah. movies like this. Where yeah. it is these, like... 30-year-olds mixed in with these 11-year-olds. Yeah. I think most of them were the counselors, though, right? And not the, the older people? Well, there were so many of the older people. If it was the... Like, maybe, like I'm not saying no, because yeah. honestly, nothing in this movie was explained other yeah. than Angela, quote-unquote, was a boy. Um, which I'm just... I'm always going to say, quote-unquote. But even then, okay, let's get into that but in like, a sec. Yeah. I'm going to put a pin on that. Yeah. Because that is a whole conversation that we should have. Um, but yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't man. know the gender of this of this kid. Fuck I don't think movie. the kid knows. No, fuck this movie. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, uh, but yeah, uh, um, nothing is explained in this movie. I think because they are so mean to these kids. So mean. They have to be other kids. Like it's not like they're teaching them a lesson. It's not like they're being yelled at well, by the head counselor. It's like. I feel like they are the seniors, and these the eleven year olds are like the the middle schoolers or something. Yeah. Yeah. So like at the camp that I that I went to slash mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> it was part of the royal family of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the counselors could be adults, or they could be like older teenagers. Mm. So they could be like. 16, 17, because there was like the the like middle schooly week that was kids from like 10 to or to like 13, 14 or something, mm -hmm. and then the high school the high school kids. 
so like 14, mm. 15 to 17. Mm. And the people who are in, who are in the like older ages of the teen, of the like high school camp could be counselors for the younger kids. Mm. So that would make sense, something yeah. like that. Yeah. But yeah. it was kind of mixed. Some, some people were adults and some mm. were younger. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the movie in general does not do a good job explaining anything. And with that, let's talk about Angela and this whole... We already brought up the ending where Angela is going throughout the entire movie as Angela. And I'm not even going to say... That's not even necessarily... Okay. I'm going to say this and then we will come back to it. Because all of it is very complicated. Even if it's quote-unquote easy. Um... Angela, you see this character named Angela. She does not speak throughout the most of the movie until she does. And yeah. in the end you find out she is not only the killer, but she is killed but she is naked at the end and she has a penis. And it is very shown. It is shown immediately and there it is. Um, and before they show that... There's no lighting, masking kind of yeah. thing. It's like a spotlight kind yeah. of thing. It's fucked up. Yeah. And so, ultimately, um, before they show that physically, they show a flashback to... Uh, I believe it is the little boy from the first few moments who... Survives. survives the this like boat wreck that killed his sister and father and the aunt character who is so over the top and campy uh, essentially is like forces him to live the rest of his life as a girl named Angela mm-hmm. now there's a lot to unpack with that there's so much mm-hmm. there's so much yeah do you do you want to start or I don't even want, like okay. I don't even know where to start with it well let's start with I, the big thing that I want to talk about with this is there is so much implied by this ending. There is so much implied by what they're not saying and by people's horror. Yeah. A, the horror is, yeah. it's not explained at all why Angela kills people. Yeah. It's just assumed it's because this character is, is I don't even want to, I don't want to attribute trans to them from a literary, from like a script perspective, because I don't believe the writers were writing a trans character. I don't think so either. They were writing a character who is quote-unquote mentally messed up. In what they would, yeah. 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 Mm. Ish, I I don't know. I think they're Mm. right, yeah, I think think they're writing somebody, like apparently whose trauma response is to murder a lot of people. Yeah. there's a lot happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's, yeah. there's like there's the murder, so not the murder, but the death of this kid's family, and then apparently showing up with this aunt mom person who's like, and now you're gonna live as a girl, and then living like that for I guess like probably with how young the kid looked, five years, seven years maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe like seven, seven or eight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, does look like to maybe like ten or something to yeah. me. Like, somewhere between 8 or 10. I don't know yeah. what young people look like. Like, the 8 to 10 years mean nothing to me, mm. um, as far as size-wise. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, yeah, has been living like this with somebody who's like, and now you're a girl for several years, and then apparently. And then is not talking. Because, mm-hmm. like, it's all part of their, like, trauma kid thing. Mm-hmm. All of this happened, and then Angela doesn't speak for most of the movie won't like hang out with people, gets made fun of a lot, and all of the people who take advantage of this kid are murdered. Mm-hmm. Yeah? And at the end you get the like revelation of what's going on. So mm-hmm. it's trauma. I don't know what we were saying, but Yeah, no, just uh Oh, like the perspective of the yeah. movie wasn't that this character is trans, but right. this character is traumatized. Mm-hmm. And this is the reaction. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so much of the narrative, like even though the character isn't specifically written as trans it is this a portrayal like this that lead people to assume that people that are trans or non-binary 
are forced to be this way because of either parents or something like that or caregivers. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. A is bullshit and B also trans people are inherently murderous. Mm -hmm. And there are some who will say that, oh, that's jumping to some conclusions, but there's nothing in this to show that this character is a murderer at all. That there are any murderous tendencies for any other reason. And yeah. it, it's sort of like saying that... Because, I mean, yeah. had the character not been like... If this revelation hadn't been at the end, mm. it would have just been like, this kid's being picked on a lot as a quiet yeah. kid. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, like, the, like you always have to watch out for the quiet ones. Is like, it could yeah. be that. It could just be a kid being like, don't fuck with me or I'll murder you. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't that because they changed it at the end. They were like, and this is the reason. Um, it's not because they're quiet. They're quiet because of this. Mm -hmm. They're quiet and they murder because of this whole fucked up situation. Mm -hmm. It's messed up. Yeah. Yeah. And there's that immediate leap that people have where it's like, okay, well, we're being presented with this and we're not being told anything. And so they fill in the blanks and those blanks lead to people who are trans are being either forced into this and are like have, uh, I don't know, like I, yeah. I'm sure that we, you know where I'm going with that. Yeah. Yeah. And which leads into this idea that trans people are dangerous and therefore it's okay to cause them physical harm, mm -hmm. which is why I hate pieces like this. And there are multiple pieces like this where it's like, the trans person's the murderer, and it's yeah. just like, why? Well, because they're trans! It's like, and again, like, this character isn't a trans character, but there is a trans reading that we can do on this. Yeah, 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 totally. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's all part of the culture of it. Mm. I mean, there's there's so many different scales of this. I've, I got into a bit of a heated conversation with somebody once that I was working with um, about, like, casual jokes that can mm -hmm. be transphobic. And she was like, well, it's just a, it's just a joke and it's not like endemic of a larger problem. And it wasn't specific. And I was just like, nah, it's a whole culture. Like you say one thing and it's mm -hmm. larger than just that because it's, it's not just you saying it, it's this person saying it, this person saying it, this person saying it. Mm -hmm. This movie isn't like in a, in a void. It's, it's part of a larger narrative of like, mm -hmm. gen like if somebody has a gender fuckery thing going on they're dangerous mm -hmm. and that's what it is so like whether or not the character is trans doesn't matter no. what matters is that people transgressing like cis gendered standards is dangerous and violent and needs to be extinguished mm-hmm yeah 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 like yeah so that's the thing this one Again, because I knew where this was going, so I knew kind of how to feel about it as I was watching it. Yeah. Um, was there a point that you knew in the story, other than the fact that I had mentioned, oh, we, this is a good example of something that we should watch for as a transphobic, um, where, what can you figure out the moment that you said, oh, Angela is the trans person and Angela is probably the killer? It was the second time that she wouldn't, like, uh, get wet in public, mm. essentially. Because it was the first scene where they were like, are you a dyke? Because, essentially, um, because you won't go to... They didn't use that word, I used that word. Mm. Sorry to put that into you. Um, like, are you um, a lesbian because you won't uh, shower with us? Like, you're going to the shower different times. And I was like, okay. So, maybe. And then they had a second scene where Judy was, like, was mocking her. It was an extended scene of mocking her for not going swimming mm. with her and Meg. And then they, like, push her into the water yeah. while she's, like, screaming. Holy crap, that yeah. scene. Like, Which okay. was, like, so, so there was multiple things going on because, like, the yeah. first scene is her family dying yeah. in the water. So I was like, well, that makes sense. But also mm -hmm. just linked to the shower thing. It's, mm -hmm. like, it has to be that Angela that's trans. Yeah. And is murdering people, and that was. Like, <laughs> I was like that. Mm -hmm. uh, that was the moment when I was like, "This is this is what's happening." Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So let's talk about that scene for a yeah. moment, because that's sort of the first scene where the, the camp owner, because the camp owner is pulling a Jaws and saying, like, yeah. oh, we can't tell people about this. No, don't let people know. And so, yeah. like, people are dying. And he's like, ah, oh, you know, yeah, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. <laughs> and so to that extent, I understand why the first attack shouldn't have resulted in a death. That is actually kind of smart as far as building up the story like well he didn't die yeah. and it's like okay yeah he's yeah. hurt but that happens and it's like yeah yeah i see that yeah and then the next one yeah. was bees yeah the next one was bees yeah mm -hmm. and then, i think he was like well bees exist in yeah the, in the woods mm -hmm. so that can happen was was yeah. what happened to, yeah. yeah, I think I forget if it was the drowning or the bees that came first. I think it might have been the drowning, but even then, that oh, happens. Right. You know, people yeah. are dumb. They go out. And the people are dumb. They oh, go right. out in the boat. Yeah. First. That did happen yeah. first. Yeah. But still, like, and then the bees. It's like ah, this is getting harder to. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I mean, bees. I don't know why they cut a hole in the. Maybe they were bees. Maybe, maybe this yeah. is why the card in, in Cards Against Humanity exists. Bees. Bees. Bees? <laughs> I think between this and Nicolas Cage and the Wicker Man. Oh my god. Yeah. I also, honestly, it's my favorite thing in a D&D &D campaign, and I haven't been a, a dungeon master in a while. Yeah, like, just saying, so, they're, like, they open up a treasure chest, or, like, they're doing a thing, and it's just like, alright, I, I picked the lock. Okay. Like, rolling. Oh, you successfully picked that lock. <laughs> I open the door. Bees! <laughs> So, you know, and that is the thing, again, I'm trying to find the good in this. And one good thing that they did is they actually have a plausible deniability as to why the camp counselor doesn't just shut things down. Even though he totally should have after the first death. It's like, uh, uh, it happens! Oh no, that's unfortunate! Yeah, yeah. Bees, that's weird! Yeah. Okay, somebody took a knife and stabbed somebody through a shower wall. Uh, yeah, that this shower is wall was like really thin, by the way. Yeah, like a whole last knife went through it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which like, I say a whole last knife is like knives <laughs> are that strong. They shouldn't be able to go through a fucking wall. It's like it wasn't the shower curtain; it was a wall. So it, like through the wall and then like through the person's spine. Mm-hmm. Through the spine. Through the spine. Through the spine. It was through the spine. Yeah. Like, this is a, I, I want to know where this kid got this knife. Yeah. That's like... I mean, I'm, I'm not looking to cut anybody, no, but at the same wait. time, if it'll do that, it'll cut a tomato really well. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that's going to cut a good tomato. It's true. It's true. But I just, I really want to know where a kid got that knife. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, like it was, <laughs> I don't know, was... Oh, that's right, that was, the, that was Mozart's knife, wasn't it? Or was that somebody eat something else? No, okay. I so didn't know I wasn't paying attention. So there was a, there was a kid named Mozart who... He was called Mozart that. just like generically because he's the nerd. Oh, and, okay. But also he's not a nerd because he's able to catch pop fly balls and like okay, we'll talk oh, about that. Oh, was that the person who was like doing the doing the um uh See, he pulled a yeah. He he, he I I'm he pulled to... a knife on the other boys at one point. He did? Yeah. I was, was like paying attention whole to thing. Like they were hazing him and he just pulls a fucking knife out. And then one of the camp counselors takes it and is like, you can get this back. Oh, camp. I remember yeah. that. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. I think I vaguely watched it and I was like, same bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, that's what I was going to say. It would have mm -hmm. been funny if I had it in the moment. He had his Derek Jeter moment. <laughs> yeah, he was mm -hmm. playing that position, right? I watched baseball a couple times. I, I don't know. I don't know anything about baseball. All I know is... All I know is that any other 80s movie uh -huh. would have him go, and then get back in the head with the baseball, <laughs> and then, oh, way to but go, Mozart! But, like, that's not what happened. Shortstop, that's the position. Short he was stop. doing shortstop. He's playing shortstop. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. My sister <laughs> had a cardboard cut out of Derek Jeter. It's true, growing up, and she had it. Derek so. Jeter was a shortstop? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he, that was his thing. He did the, like... His, his thing was that he played video games, wore glasses, and was the nerd of the Yankees? No, the way he caught that ball. He oh, was like, yeah, okay. yeah, this was me, catching the ball, couldn't you tell? But yeah, no, he had that, yeah, I remember that. I saw that move and I was like, ah! 
I just have visions of like the coach of the Yankees. Jada, get your get your head out of that game and into this game. I also sound like such a nerd, and it sound like I know nothing. Like I don't know video games, and I don't know sports. You have a very specific uh, 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 frame of knowledge, and it's just not sports <laughs> or video games. True. Except it is. I'm a huge, I'm a huge fucking jock. I played soccer for ten years. I can, mm-hmm. I can talk to you for ages about soccer. But man, I hate baseball. I yeah. Hate it so much. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Um, so. <laughs> Speaking of hating baseball, there's so much baseball in this movie. Okay, okay, yeah, there's so much baseball in this movie, but it was also, like I said before, the only point where I got to actually enjoy it. I was just like, I'm not going to be a horny gay in this movie, Um, because it's the 80s, and he's literally wearing these tiny, like, gray wash cut-off shorts that were, like, right over the lift of his ass, and he was wearing this, literally, it was, was, like, the crop top that was... And this is an adult. I should be clear. I was going to say, let's child. make it clear. Like, this is not a child. This is like again, a full-grown yeah. adult. We're, we're, again, we're talking about this this distinction this is, between the 11-year-old actors and, and the 30-year-old actors. This yeah, is definitely he, one of the 30-year-old and he was, actors. And he was a counselor. Yeah. Like, he was he was straight mm-hmm. up supposed to be a counselor. He wasn't one of the kids. So I yeah. should say that. But he did show up the first time and was like, I don't know which one mm-hmm. he's supposed to be, but he's very hot. Because the first thing he showed up in, he was wearing those tiny mm-hmm. black hot pants. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just keep talking about how much you're first to these counselors. That'll be the rest of the podcast. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah. I don't care about any of this movie except for that one dude who was who was rocking some real good gay looks. <laughs> if I look like I'm looking off into the distance and thinking you know, lewd things about him, you're correct. Oh, Amazing. It was nice. So it was good. Uh, the baseball. Me. So for for me, who is not into the Dudes. manly persuasion? Yeah. Anyway, I'm not into men, uh, and as such, I was just watching this as ten minutes of people playing baseball and calling each other cocksucker. And oh right, yeah. that happens. Yeah. I mean, okay. So I will say this: they do like the '80s is right in that if you are very young and you hear swears, that's all you say? Yeah. Like, I'm with that. Okay, yeah. Um, they are very, like, ah, oh, he fucks dead dogs, I think was another one. Oh my god, I like, missed that. Oh, yeah. I was, I was... Uh, you were thirsty. <laughs> I was being thirsty. <laughs> I know nothing about what happened in that scene. I was so thirsty. I was. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh. I have nothing to contribute. Other than he's really yeah. hot. He's he's really hot. Well, as someone who has no sexual interest. interest in these older men or anyone on the field, I can say that it was very boring, and it reminded me. It was just like. It was just like. Oh man, this is worse than Twilight. At least Twilight had like. Thunder and like effects going during the baseball game. During the baseball game, there was no reason for that baseball game either. But like they had things going on during maybe, it. Maybe one of the writers was was gay and was like, okay. "I want to put these guys in tiny clothes." <laughs> that's that's all that was happening. In that scene. <laughs> just a bunch of boys like, in tiny clothes. Just like, hey, we need like a Top Gun moment. Yeah. But the only time we could think of to do it is to pair them up with these eleven-year-olds. Yeah. The eleven-year-olds really are gonna wear normal clothing. They're gonna like they win the baseball though, which game, is, which was terrible. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're gonna do like the normal '80s clothing thing, and then these older actors, we're gonna like Top Gun the hell out of it. <laughs> it was just one dude. I wish there was <laughs> they were just like there was one dude. <laughs> the rest of them were kids. There was only one guy, and I was like, yeah. I can't look at the kids because that's no. wrong. That's wrong. You don't, you don't do that. Because we're, because we're not chefs. We're not apparently at this ki- chef. I'm giving him way too much. We're not cooks at this fucking camp. Yeah, but the one so mad about that cook. He was really hot. Yeah, the rest were children. <laughs> um, yeah, but Top Gun. Yeah. It's a homosexual movie. Oh yeah. yeah. For, okay, so so in this moment that the head. 
counselor, the guy that runs the camp that's always smoking cigars all the time. All the time. I mean, that's an eighties thing. Good for him. Yeah. Hey, yeah. it's legal. You can smoke a cigar wherever you feel like it, buddy. This to be was fair, the they also are in the woods. They are so. in the woods. Yep. Which does also seem like a bad place to smoke. Yeah. Just like covered in mm -hmm. trees. Yeah. Um, so suddenly have a forest fire because he all yeah. he's doing is yeah is, is that there should be more because it's a cigar yeah but that seems weird I I, I don't smoke I, okay so I took one role where my character had to smoke and I don't know what I was doing like this was also the time herb, I was acting herbal cigarette on stage no 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 we we didn't force me to smoke but my my smoking posture apparently was not good. I've had so many conversations about this in yeah. in rehearsals. It happens. I oh, yeah. I don't think I've worked a single show where somebody who had to smoke on stage was an actual smoker. <laughs> so every single every single rehearsal room I've ever been in with that mm -hmm. has been a lot of smokers being like, "It's not how you fucking smoke a cigarette." <laughs> anyway, they get very vehement about it. So oh yeah, smokers do. They're really intense about how you smoke. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I've never so, I've so. never had to do it again. But if I do, I will always default to, do you smoke? Sure, show me what you do. Okay, help me out. What am I doing? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, but this guy, you know, he's smoking a cigar. And in this moment, the moment where they forcibly throw Angela into the water, her cousin is essentially about to stop them. And yeah. the head of this camp stops him. And I, I was so confused because I don't know why he thinks it's this guy. Guy? Well, it's because every every scene where um, somebody like he was on to it because every scene where somebody who had who was murdered mm -hmm. was first fought against by the kid because mm -hmm. it was always violence against Angela mm -hmm. and and that's like is this kid her brother? I don't know who he is. <laughs> it, it gets so together, he's presented. Like, He's presented as her cousin. Her cousin, okay. So, yeah, yeah I lost that in there somewhere. So I was like, I don't. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I don't know. But anyway, they're related yeah. and they like grew up yeah. together or something. But so, anyway, so every time people were like shitty yeah. to Angela, he was there to be like, I'm gonna fuck you up, I'm gonna fight you. So then mm -hmm. he was like, it has to be you because you're the one who's like always trying to like save the day mm -hmm. for her. So he like yeah. stops. He stops the kid from going and saving Angela from being thrown in the water. Okay. To so be like, I know it's you who's murdering people. So. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't catch so, that. I, yeah, no, I, I guess it didn't track for me because very little of this movie tracks. Um, but like, okay, I'm not saying that jumping to murder is a good thing. But after the first or second, if you're seeing like, hey, this person is attacking Angela. Hey. This person is confronting people who are attacking Angela. Talk to him before more murders happen? Like, this just is, this is bad camp counseling. This is like... It's really bad. Camp counseling 101. Just don't do it. <laughs> like, what, what is wrong with you? Uh, and in that sense, it also felt very 80s. So again, he could have stopped Angela from being thrown in, and he sees sh like shit's going down with Angela. Yeah. Especially if this That's is not, what you're talking this about. This is not the moment. Yeah. This is not the moment. Let, no. let her be saved first. Mm-hmm. And then stop him from killing people. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know, we we. I was going to say we contain multitudes, but that's not where I'm actually going with that. That is a true statement. We do contain multitudes. But as camp counselors, you can do two things! You can. Like, you can do two things. Let this kid not be thrown in the water well. Like, Angela's, like, thrown over the shoulder of this counselor. Yes. Counselor, Meg. Yeah. Who's very tall. Um, Who is definitely a 30-year-old woman. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but like thrown over the shoulder and he's gonna throw this kid in the water who's like shrieking. She's like mm -hmm. shrieking, horrified, like don't do this. And this, the the director of the camp just mm -hmm. lets it happen because he's like, this is the right time in public. After all this time also of being like, we can't let anybody know that people yeah. are dying. We can't, we can't do anything in public. He's like, I'm gonna stop this kid. And publicly shake him and be like, "You're the murderer!" And this other kid is being is being tortured, essentially. And why did he let him go then? Because I don't like, know. Like, because he's so sure. I like, don't know. He's, it's not like he 
he's a good counselor. He's it's not like he's a good camp owner. Just he like, does. okay, throw him in camp jail then. Like, I don't, I don't know if that There's exists. No camp jail. But like, I, I, I've never been to a good camp. I've never been thrown in camp jail. There's no camp make jail that unless you're watching The Parent Trap, in which there is like a camp jail. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how like, Lindsay Lohan gets trapped with herself in a cabin. That's how that happened. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I recently yeah. Wa- rewatched The Parent Trap still classic. <laughs> still really good. That movie is great. Like, like that's the thing. You're not good. Like, even if it's just your office. Like, lock him in and barricade it. That's fair. Like, that's fair. That's fair. Just like, oh, you're letting him go? Like, why? You're sure it's him. Like, uh, anyway. I mean, like, to the point where later he beats him with his bare hands. He beats him within an inch of his he life. He tries to kill him with his yeah. bare hands. <sighs> This fucking movie. Um, <laughs> a lot happens in this movie, and yet so much so and little nothing. happens. Oh, other than I really want the this whole movie long. to be about this aunt character. She's like, so she's so manic. Oh my god, I love her. I love her. <laughs> um, she she is everything in this movie. Huh. I love her. So she's oh absurd. Hold on. So specifically, I found the the line we were talking about. Do you think it's bad acting, or do you think it was on purpose? I can't tell. I really can't tell. I don't feel like okay. So the question, because I pulled the mic to me, uh, the question was, do I think that that's bad acting, or do I think it was a choice? I don't think that those two things can be are (laughs) mutually mutually exclusive. exclusive. That's fair. Yeah, I think a little bit of camp camp A, a little from camp B. Yeah. Little little bad acting, little Mm -hmm. deliberate choice. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, but like, she went in. Yeah. No matter oh, yeah. what it was, if it was bad acting, mm-hmm. she went hard on her bad acting. <laughs> or, like, so, or it was a choice and she was like, this is what I'm fucking going for right now. It's like, oh, I'm going to nail this. <laughs> <laughs> it was so totally different than everything else happening in the movie. It was incredible. It was, incredible. It was just... Oh. I, the two scenes with her were just... and Like, she wasn't even living in the same world as the kids. Oh, no. Like... Like she was there with other other actors, and they were living in a different world than she was. Yeah, it was amazing. I mm-hmm. love it. So for for just to address that also, I recently watched uh, Nicolas Cage in Vampire's Kiss, nice. which I don't know if you're familiar with. Yes. But that is the one where he, essentially talking about filing, has an entire monologue which ends with him listing every letter of the alphabet. Yeah. And. Like, those are choices. That is an objectively terrible movie that I love and will defend to its dying day. I'm with you. And I I feel like this is why I can say, yes, you can make big choices, but also make bad, like, acting. True, true. I'm with you. I'm with you. I... That's... That movie... Oh, yeah. Incredible. Incredible. <laughs> Nicolas Cage is just out there doing his thing. Mm-hmm. I feel that way, but, like, Keanu Reeves is good. <laughs> I feel like I feel, I feel like Keanu Reeves and Nicolas Cage have very similar energies. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So I'm going to get into this. <laughs> Keanu... So we're going to get into this, and then we're going to... We're going to go back. Yeah, okay. Um, so, Keanu Reeves is very good at two or three specific things. That's not to say that he has no range. He's just really good at these two or three things. That is being confused, action, yeah, and being whatever uh, Ted from Bill and Ted was. Yeah, and he combined them apparently into like the perfect Hamlet once. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, yeah Winnipeg, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. yeah. So, I want to go back in time and see so it. well in The Matrix. His entire character is trying to figure out what's going on and being in the middle of action. Wait, okay. So this is sort of unrelated, but just because I'm asking you as a friend. But have you seen... Ask me as a friend on this very public (laughs) podcast. Have you seen the still from the new John Wick movie coming out? The still? No. No, so he's on a horse. Let's go into this. He's like, you know about John Wick, yeah? Yeah, oh god, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so he has a gun, and he's on a horse in the uh-huh. middle of, of, like, Times Square. <laughs> what? He's, like, pointing out a car. I can't wait. I actually, so I really want to see the John Wick movies. I know it's mm-hmm. going to be, like, my jam, but I haven't seen them yet. But then this still came out of him on a horse, and he looks like a gossip, goth-ass motherfucker, like, all black. <laughs> and I was like, yes! Okay. <laughs> this is what I want. 
So in talking about Sleepaway Camp, we've effectively <laughs> talked about Vampire's Kiss and John Wick and The Matrix. Um, I, think, I think that that cues that we should definitely start wrapping it up. But just to throw it out there, oh, John Wick is John amazing. Wick's, you should yeah. absolutely oh, yeah. all watch John yeah. Wick. I don't think it's transphobic. I could be wrong. I haven't done a deep dive on it, but let me tell you, I will defend John Wick and John Wick 2. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but I, same. Yeah. I already know. I know because I mean I know all my friends who mm -hmm. are, so I know that I will. But yeah, I want I want a John Wick and Atomic Blonde crossover. Mm. That's what I want. I'm into it. Give it to me. All right, so let's do this the way that we always do it, which is we start with whether it was enjoyable. No. <laughs> well, hold on. <laughs> we ask whether it's enjoyable, and you can answer this with just a plain yes, no. You could do a scale of one to ten. You could make a noise. Showing what kind of, uh, but I'm also gonna ask, how many vampires kisses would you give this? Oh, that's mean to vampires kiss. <laughs> you can say zero. <laughs> I don't like this movie. It's not even fun. There's, like, if you want a photo of the dude, if you're into dudes and you want a photo of the dude in the hot pants and the crop top, I'll send mm -hmm. it to you. I'll link it. <laughs> take, I'll take a, yeah. a screen cap and put it on the on the Facebook. Um, that's mm -hmm. the only part that's enjoyable. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know, 0 0.01 for this movie, for that one. It's <laughs> the only redeeming factor. The only redeeming factor is I got to watch this dude in like tiny, tiny shorts and a tiny shirt for like 10 minutes. That yeah. is nice. Otherwise, um, zero vampires kisses. <laughs> that is a shame to that yeah. movie, which is mm -hmm. fun and mm -hmm. stupid. And also to Vampire. It has the word vampire in it. So it's already better than this movie. Oh, so much. Yeah, so that's it. That's my long way of version. Yeah. I'm an answer. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just honestly, this was boring as hell. Uh, it's, it's, some people, it's, it holds a special place in their heart. I don't understand those people. Uh, I feel like the only reason to watch this is if you're thirsty for 80s dudes and crop tops and short shorts. Um, or if you really want to see some good gore effects. Just and again, like, they're not, like, gore, like, super, like, bloody slashy. There's a couple of good slashes, but for the most part, like, those, like, those like, like, if you're effects person, those are really yeah. good to look at. Um, or I guess if you're like just someone that I don't want to talk to. This is, yeah, yeah if, if you seem like you're the person that I don't want to talk to, you'll love this movie. Yeah. So I give it zero vampire kisses <laughs> out of however many we feel like. <laughs> it just have you? There's the like ten Jeff Goldblums out of the possible ten Jeff. Sorry, Goldblums. repeat that. Um, ten Jeff Goldblums out of a possible ten Jeff Goldblums. Have you seen the video? <laughs> it's like Jeff Goldblum based. I already love it. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum mm -hmm. was asked to rate things based on how many Jeff Goldblums it have. <laughs> uh, but they would have zero Jeff Goldblums mm -hmm. out of a possible ten Jeff Goldblums. <laughs> Uh, so now we ask the question, it's the title of the podcast, yeah. is it transphobic? We're talking about Sleepaway Camp, we're talking about the whole movie, we're talking about the ending of the movie, we're talking about all of it. Sleepaway Camp. However you choose to express your answer, Joe. It's transphobic. <laughs> it is. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice and simple. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, and I think we discussed why. Yeah. 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 It create. Uh, I, I, <laughs> you keep making me move the microphone. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm done talking. Let me continue. Yeah. Um, I can't believe you were tricked into thinking that I'd ever say something in one word. Yeah, I mean, like, it contributes to a, con a culture that says that trans people are violent and dangerous. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's transphobic. Yeah. yeah. Whether it meant to be or not, mm -hmm. it is. Yeah. Intent doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so when this and this was brought up by a friend in an argument, uh, not to me. This was a secondhand account talking to a friend. Um, their friend was saying like, "Oh, well, anyone can be a murderer." And yeah, you know, yeah. What? anyone in this world can be a murderer. But when it comes to representation in media, the only characters that trans people or people of questionable, not questionable gender, but people who outside could of be cisgender yeah, standards. Outside of cisgender heteronormative standards, yeah. the only roles that those people get are murderers.
whores and prostitutes. And yeah. while this one does not fulfill the second in the stereotype, the first is absolutely a part of it. And now when I say that, I'm also not trying to talk down to sex workers or people who have a history of sex work. Uh, but I am saying that as representation, we need more than murderers and sex workers. Uh, and if yeah. you're going to do sex workers, it hasn't been done right yet. Yeah. Because it hasn't involved any actual trans people. Well, Pose. Pose does oh, it. Oh, Pose. Well. Pose yeah. is different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pose is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's different. And yeah. that's different. Yeah. I was yeah. thinking movies. I wasn't thinking yeah. TV. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. No, but yeah, they're. they're I, I can't name any, but yeah, I'm not. I'm open to the fact that there may have been. A movie uh, somewhere. Yeah, like a movie somewhere where they've been portrayed well, and I think that again, like part of it is because Laverne Cox, again talking about Pose as opposed to the movie that we actually were talking about, um, because Laverne Cox is on the staff and she has written extensively about having a history uh, being a survival sex worker, and like yeah. so having that legitimacy yeah. on the writing staff is also necessary when you're crafting that, but everybody yeah. immediately goes to the trans sex worker or the trans murderer. Mm -hmm. And in this case, it's the trans murderer. Mm -hmm. If we had a hundred stories prior to this one about strong trans individuals who are able to do something other than be one of these two things, yeah, I yeah. think, okay, I would be open to sleepaway camp yeah. existing. I am yeah. absolutely emphatically not, and I feel like yeah. that it contributes to the yeah. system. And so for that, I will tell you, yes, definitively Sleepaway Camp is transphobic. Yeah. So, and honestly, I went into this knowing that. Yeah. And I was willing to be open to the idea that it would not be, but it just, it is. It is. Yeah. They did nothing to subvert that. Yeah. No, the only thing and I can say... they were trying say, to. I don't think they were no. trying to. No. There was no attempt made. No. So it'd be anything but. Yeah. No. The only... The only... And this is me trying to say, and I'm, I'm just sparking a little bit more before we sign off. The only thing I can say, because this character is also being forced to portray a gender that they are not... This character, the character of Anne, the character that is named Angela, uh, is being forced by this aunt to portray a female gender, which, by all accounts, we don't know his backstory other than he seemed like he was very happy. Like, that's the thing, we don't know yeah. enough about his backstory to make a call, yeah. Yeah. and because of that we have to go with what the heteronormative standard is, which yeah. is that, yeah, he is, in fact, a cis boy, being forced to be a girl. Yeah. And in that sense, uh, there's a very meek argument that can be made that, like, don't force a person to be a gender that they're not, but at the same time, that could get used yeah. as a, like, oh, that's why we can't allow Don't trans kids, people. Yeah, and, yeah. Just like, yeah. and especially, like, now with advancements being made for kids to, like, go on puberty blockers and those mm -hmm. kinds of things to figure themselves out, that's, like, a whole part of that as well. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. Yep. Fuck well, this movie. Fuck <laughs> this movie. I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. So, in that case, uh, let's let people know how can people find you on the internet if you want them to, Joe. Um, I have a Twitter that is aka underscore uh, Quicksilver. Um, you'll also find a link there to my Patreon, which just is my Patreon is just Joe Go Forth, uh, J O, um, which you will find the home to all of my erotica that's about pirates and old shit. I'm currently writing uh, a Roman orgy, which I'm really excited about. It's, it's gonna be fun. Fantastic. Um, yeah, it's yeah. gonna be kinky as hell. I'm very excited about it. Um, I'm excited yeah. for Bowsette to show up. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like in the middle of like the, the <laughs> Roman uh, uh, orgy, and Bowsette is there. <laughs> With the horns. Uh, I mean, that's, I don't know, that seems, that, that seems plausible. I'm into it! I'm and there. I just, like, changed the name. Yeah. And I was like, and then there was this big monster with horns. Like, that's Roman. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> uh, I might so. do it. I might, honestly, I might do that. You might add Bowser. I might, I might. There's a strong possibility. Maybe I'll do an aside and I'll be like, okay. yeah. 
in addition to that porn, like in the same worlds, there's Bowsette. I'm into it. Okay. Well, I'm not into it, but I'm into it. Yeah. I'm into this idea. How I would, I would enjoy yeah. writing it. Okay. There's horns. That's great. Just awesome. I've watched the horns. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, so <laughs> you can find me <clears throat> uh, on Twitter at Lucretia Deerfor, L-U-C-R-E-T-I-A-D-E-A-R, the number four. Uh, is it transphobic? Also has its own Twitter as well as its own Patreon, which you can find through Twitter at is it transphobic or on Patreon, patreon.com backslash isittransphobic. And with the Patreon, uh, you help us to be able to put this out twice a month. Uh, through the Patreon, we've been able to save up and put money towards this new camera, uh, which is great and doesn't zoom in on people's chests. Um, which it, it did. It happened in uh, the Zoolander 2 episode to uh, Rain Dove. It kept zooming in on their chest. No. It was honestly rain. Rain took it in such good stride. They were making jokes. We were oh, all happy. Good. But it is one of those things where it's like I needed a new camera because the wrong. Because like if a guest was there and noticed this happening, that all like if they were not as cool as Rain was about it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's not yeah. Right. yeah. No. New camera. New camera. Uh, so that said, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for supporting. Um, keep your eyes and ears peeled because we may be doing something major. I'm not sure if I can announce it yet, uh, but if you're in the New York area, keep your eyes and ears peeled for October 21st. Yeah. October 21st. And, uh, yeah, this, uh, this Thursday, we're also going to be covering Split. So boring. Um, I've already started trying to watch it. No, it's this Friday. This Friday at two thirty, we're going to be doing a live stream talking about Split. So I'm sorry. Yeah, it's not that good. Um, so yeah, watch that, and then like I say, October twenty first, uh, we'll have a lot more information. But you may want to watch Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho, the original one, not the Vince Vaughn one. Nobody wants to watch the Vince Vaughn <laughs> uh, So, Joe, let's do some sort of a motion so that people who are watching this, uh, so that people know that they should be getting something out of uh, giving me even just a dollar a month. Something physical. Yay! It's, I always do Muppet Flips. I gotta do something new. Huh? Do, here we go. Here we go. I'm doing this. Oh, this is terrible, but you need to see this. <laughs> It's, it's just, I'm doing it sad. You do? I can join oh. you. Yeah, I Again. appreciate that, Joe. Elevator Thank you for joining. Yeah, it's just, uh... We... I'm not going to tell you roof. what it was. Raise the roof. Oh, uh, well, you just you just gave away the secret. <laughs> you, you just... <laughs> Alright, so that's it. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. Um, yeah, this has been Is It Transphobic? Is It Transphobic was produced, edited, and coordinated by Ashley Lauren Rogers. The Is It Transphobic logo was created by Phoenix Sweeney, and you can see more of their work at tinylionroars.github.io. The original music you heard was all created by Vivian Aladrin, who you can find on Bandcamp at vivianaladrin.bandcamp.com.